the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Let us pray. Father, how we praise you and thank you this morning for your grace, for your mercy, for your loving kindness, for your majesty. Lord, we praise you for this is our only reasonable sacrifice to enter into your presence, Father God. Lord, have mercy. We thank you for the mercy that you bestow on us each day, Father God. We thank you for the grace that is sufficient, Father God. We know many other troubles of this world and many other sorrows, Father God, but we thank you, Father, that your mercy and your grace is all sufficient, Lord God, to help us in our time of need. Father, I ask that you will bless those that are hear under the uh, sounds of our voices, Lord God, that they would be encouraged today to know that you are a merciful God, that you are loving God, that you are God that, that is in touch with their infirmities. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord God, that they would draw nigh unto you, O oh God, as you walk them through these perilous times in their lives, Father God. Lord, we thank you even for our nations that you would have mercy upon us, Father God, as nations, Father God. So many of us are turned around and, and distracted and, and delusioned in so many areas of life. But, Father, you are true and your ways are perfect, Father God. So, Lord, we just thank you right now for your tender mercies, for your grace, Lord God. We thank you for your love that never fails, Father God. Help us to learn what it means, Lord God, to desire mercy. Hallelujah. To call upon you, Lord God. You call not the righteous but the sinners, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be voices in the wilderness to just to let them know that you are here and available, Father God. You are very present help in the time of need. Lord, let all that be said and done be to the glory and honor of your name. Those that may not have come in, that they would hear and thereby receive salvation, Father God, and be thou encouraged to know and to be and to become all that you have destined them to be in Christ Jesus. Father, this is our prayer and our petition. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Father, thank you, and we praise you. Good afternoon, family. We love you guys. We pray that you all are well. Good afternoon, Minister Dion. Good afternoon, Mother. Good afternoon, family. Happy Sunday to all. It is always a beautiful blessing yes. to be here at the table of God. And Absolutely. Hey, let's eat. Let's eat. Hallelujah. Minister Dion, guys, going to be reading today. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be coming from the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 18, verses 21 and beyond. That's Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21, until the end of that chapter. And it reads. Well, before we even get into the reading, I do want to pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Because we we always need that when we enter into the the Word of God. And uh, before we touch on that reading, uh, I just want to... uh, 
talk to the talk to the listeners, talk to the family about what inspired this message. There has been a rhema word that I've encountered multiple times within the last week or two weeks or so. And it has encouraged me to seek out the matter. It's been sort of a uh, in in psychology, they would call it a frequency illusion where a word stands out repeatedly time and time again after you initially Mm -hmm. encounter it. Mm -hmm. And such word is compassion, Mm -hmm. which is a character of mercy. So the title of today's message is Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. In Matthew chapter 18, 21, verse, starting at verse 21, it is found. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him up to seven times. Then Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 77 times. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that the payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. But that the servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then the master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pitied on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. So it's a lot up in there. But the again, that, that key word that sticked out, stuck out to me is compassion, mercy, 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 mercy. Yes. And the spirit gave this utterance unto me. It is granted power to he who is in the position to give mercy. Mm. It is granted power to he who is in the position to give mercy. God will test your heart with a position of power. God will test our hearts with a position of power. You think that the test is going to come when you get the promotion or you get the office or you get the company car, you get the raise. No, the test often comes by your ability to give mercy. Because if you're in a position to give mercy, now you're in a position of power. We can look at Joseph's life. How God specifically chose Joseph because he deemed Joseph responsible. God knew his heart. Because God knew the end of a thing from the beginning of a thing. He knew that Joseph was going to get that coat. 
He was going to brag and boast. He told them about the visions. He knew that they was going to put him in the pit, sell him off. He knew that he was going to get into into Potiphar's house and be of rank and authority and stuff. Yeah. And and then he knew that he was going to be cast into jail. And then he knew he was going to come up out of jail and get back into a position of power. And then his brothers would come, in, come to him while there was a famine in the land and he would have mercy yes. on them. That's a perfect analogy, babe. That's a perfect story to start from because you often have to be thrust into a place of receiving mercy in order to know how to give mercy. Amen. Amen. People who receive a second chance yes. after after lockup, they have a different perspective of freedom. Because just like what the servant what happened with the servants in the parable that we just read, mercy grants freedom. Freedom is a responsibility. Freedom is a power. It's no wonder why many believers are still in bondage because freedom is power. The servant had been freed from death. He had been freed from the debt. So now after he is freed from the debt, he's now in power or has been empowered. Empowered. And so now he's taking this power, going to another fellow servant and taking him by the neck, throwing him in prison. He took the man by the neck and he threw him in prison. So obviously he even putting him in prison. He was in a position of power to do so. Obviously, he, he he probably made a citizen's arrest. I don't know. <laughs> Got to take the man by the neck and do all that, but okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what cops stand for: citizens on patrol. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. so he he again he was, but he had been empowered. Okay. He was put in this position of power, and look what he did. Look what he did with it. So mm-hmm. now he ended off worse off yep. than what he was when he first came in. See now, people with a second chance. At life, people who 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 take that second opportunity, they have a different perspective because they understand that this freedom comes with a responsibility. As you read opening in 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 prayer, mother, in the earlier in the Beatitudes that was written in Matthew chapter five, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Oh, family, I need to tell you, it's levels to freedom. Yeah, that's a whole nother message, but it's levels to freedom. Yes. Yes. Based on based on the mercy that you get, based on the amount of mercy that you get, it's the amount of mercy that you have. And that means that's the amount of responsibility that you have to have unto others. That brings me into the characteristics of mercy. We got three of them today, family. First is the endurance of his mercy. The psalmist writes, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever. Psalms 136 reads, it doesn't run out. It doesn't run out. It endures Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Read Psalms 23. Note, I want you guys to note the house of the Lord, because we're going to come back to that toward the end of this thing here. Note the house of the Lord. If it's in pursuit of you, goodness and mercy, if it's in pursuit of you, that means you are on the move. So that means it conditions you. It conditions you. Followers follow to see what the leader is going to do next. 
That's the whole pressure. That's the whole pressure of social media and the presence of uh, and, and having a social media presence and staying relevant. But unlike people, goodness and mercy are not there for your presence, but God's presence inside of you. Amen. Amen. The Psalms says in 147, he does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of man. Yes. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his mercy. mercy. Amen. Who hope in his mercy. Goodness and mercy are not there for you. Goodness and mercy are not there to put you on display. Goodness and mercy are there so that you may put the goodness of God on display. That means it opportunes you. The poor you will have with you always, Jesus said. The poor you will have with you always. You can't be a borrower and own a bank. You cannot lend while you're in debt. This is why we hope in his mercy so that you can have something to give. The workforce pays based on the quality of service that you can provide. Amen. So the greater my hope in his mercy, the more I will have to provide. Again, it's levels of freedom. It's levels of freedom. The more I hope in his mercy, the more I have to provide. The more I hope in his mercy, the more I have to provide. Again, goodness and mercy are in pursuit, waiting to be dispatched by your hope. Yeah. This is the richest, this is the rich subsidence that we're talking about here. This is the rich subsidence that Hebrews talks about. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Where's your hope, family? Hope in his mercy that you may be filled by his mercy, that you may be able to disperse his mercy. Point two, characteristic two, assurance of his mercy. Assurance is a promise, a pledge, a guarantee, or surety. I'm going to take you to Jeremiah 29. We all know it. We all love it. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go pray to me. And I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. There's a French word in 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 the French language is built and rooted in the Latin language. But the word thank you in French is mercy. Mercy, mercy. Why is I and I, I, I ask why is mercy? Why why does thank you mean mercy in French? Because the word thank you is derivative from the word thank thank you, mm-hmm. as in I had a thought about you. Amen. Amen. I had a thought about you. There goes hope. There goes hope again, family. For I know the thoughts that I think. I know the thoughts that I think. Towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give not of evil to give you a future and a hope. He has to give you a hope. My thought about you has to give you a hope so that you can take that hope, put it into my mercy, and my mercy may come to you that it may go to others and return to me, not void. Amen. Because this is my word. Preach on, son. So there goes hope as a dispatcher of mercy. I will listen to you. I will listen to you. There's the pit. There's the pitiful mercy right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, then you will call upon me and go pray to me and I will listen to you. I'll have pity on you. Yes. If, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Now there's the testing of the heart there, family. Mm. It's a heart matter. Yes. It's a heart matter. Your heart is being put on trial day in and day out. And God is going to grant to you according to the capacity that you have. Amen. I can't put I can't I, I cannot put a gallon of water into a I cannot put a pour a gallon of water into a bottle of water because that bottle lacks the capacity to have 
to to fulfill to satisfy and carry the gallon of water mm-hmm. so god can only put in you what your heart capacity has to be able to sus- keep sustain carry and disperse the third characteristic family is the benevolence of his mercy mm-hmm. benevolence desire to do good to others a good will god longs to give you this mercy the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities, as a father pities, as a father pities his children. So the Lord pities those who fear him. Psalms 103 reads... This word is his word. This word is his word. And he is his word. He cannot deviate or separate from his word. I am not man that I have to lie, nor the son of man that I have to repent. This is the benevolence of his of his mercy family. Jesus said, I have come to fulfill the law, the prophet and the Psalms. He longs to give you mercy. He's he's sitting up here. He's sitting, he's sitting up in heaven with his hand full, full. And it has a it has a, it has your name written on it, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he longs to bless you, but we lack the capacity. Oftentimes, that's why patience must have its perfect work. That's why he has to do a a, a thing in us. That's why he has to do some renewing, some reconstructing, give us a new perspective to open us up and stretch us wide. Yeah. You know, Colossians 3 and 12 tells us, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. And then over in 2 Peter, it says the Lord is slow. To fulfill his promise as some, but not as men count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Amen. So in all our coming into him and coming into this mercy, he's given us instructions and, 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 and ways on how to get there. You know, it, you know, because for people, this may be foreign language to them. You know, we, you don't vastly hear about the mercy of the mercy seat of God often preached even in, in Christian circles. You understand what I'm saying? So we have to understand that for those that may be hearing this message, and I pray you all are listening again through our podcast, One Voice, I Speak Life program and pass it on. Uh, you, uh, you have to come into a, a place of humbling yourself. Coming into a place of repentance, you know, it's like, Lord, I've missed the mark. I've fallen off, you know, uh, and, and, and I don't know all I need to know how to draw closer to you, how to come and receive of your mercy. It's a free gift, family. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you don't have to work for it because it's already been accounted to you. You have to receive it, though. And you do this thing by coming in. He say, he say put on then. As God chosen ones, if you've been chosen of God and you know that holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, hearts that are quick to forgive, quick to be merciful, especially when you know that he's given you not only a second chance because he's a God of many chances. Because if it was a second chance, I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you all. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. So God is a compassionate God. Even, said, seven, even 77 times. Even 77 times, exactly. So he t- he's encouraging us how to do this. Put on compassionate hearts. 
And then and then when you get that, your heart start getting tender, loving, just start in small places. That coworker that you may really can't stand, they always up in your face. They don't even smell real good. You understand what I'm saying? So you, but you're going to have compassion on them anyway because God has had to have compassion on you when you didn't smell so good either. You understand? Amen. And his presence and, and that spiritual sin. And then he tells us about the act of kindness, to be kind. And some of us don't even know how to be kind to ourselves. You understand what I'm saying? We negligent how we treat ourselves even as children and vessels of God. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And then he said humility. Humility. Joseph had to humble himself. You know, he wasn't geeky ha-ha about his situation with his brothers and them, how they did him. I couldn't imagine that. But in the scripture don't give us a lot about how he felt about it because God wanted us to see his characteristics as you've spoken of in him. The characteristics of, of humility, kindness, and meekness. And all, and then all that, then you have to let what? Patience have its perfect work. Walk this thing out. Because if you're walking in goodness and mercy, as my baby alluded to earlier in the message, is following you, you got to be on the move. You got to be walking this thing out. You got to be being intentional about it. You understand? Because this word will empower you. It will enlighten the eyes of your understanding. It will encourage you. And then at the end, it will equip you to do what? Equip you to what? Do the work. To do the things that was required by God. That man may see your good works and thereby glorify God. This is what mercy does. Mercy is one of them exchanges that's always given. Always given. So you don't have to go out there. Somebody owe you something. Grab them by the neck. Throw them down, bop them in the head. Don't do that. He say, have mercy on them. 70 times 7. We've Amen. all been offended, but we've all been an offense as well. And we need to remember that as we come into this thing called mercy. Amen. Mercy empowers because mm-hmm. it was not until he was relieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owed 10000 Somebody owed him a hundred. Look at that. He owed 10000 Somebody owed him a hundred. And he didn't do it before he went and seen the master. He did it after he came from the presence of the master. Mm. He did it after he came from the presence of the master. Mm, mm, mm. First Peter chapter four, verse 13, as we close here says, but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering that when his glory, when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. They who suffer seek intervention. Or an intervener. They who suffer seek intervention or an intervener. That word compassion, that word that that had moved me into this message, mother, that word compassion means to suffer with, to suffer together. We have to be partakers in crisis suffering. The more of a, the the more the, the the greater portion. No wonder why the, the psalmist says the Lord is my portion. The greater the portion, the greater the portion, the more satisfied you become. Little meal, little satisfaction. Big meal, big satisfaction. There's a good. There's a big difference between a a, a brunch a, a brunch on a Tuesday and Thanksgiving Day dinner. Oh, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. The Lord is indeed your portion, family, and we have to partake in these sufferings. And like I just said, they who suffer seek an intervention or an intervener. The word hospital is where where we go. You know, if you you got something going on, we tend to seek a doctor. We tend to call 911. We tend to come into the hospital. This this word means the house of pity or the host of pity, family. 
We have to come in to Christ Jesus, who is indeed the host of pity or the house of pity that we may receive the healing that we need. We all have need of healing. That's good. Yeah. We have a need to heal family, whether it's the whether it's childhood abandonment, whether it was the divorce, whether it was the uh, the 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 whether it's the the financial hit whether it's, it's something that we all have need to heal from yes. it's all it's something that we're all medicinally looking for for our soul family the lord is indeed your portion absolutely be a partaker but he is indeed the bread of life and family if you have not we encourage you today to receive of your portion that is salvation first repeat this prayer after me lord i am a sinner in need of a savior i believe you hung bled and died in my place you the son of god then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the father lord jesus you are welcomed in this place of my heart may your spirit never depart receive me as i receive you this day in your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Until next time, one, one voice, voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.